Welcome to The Chronicles, brought to you by your hosts, Josh Panlio and Ryan Walker. This is a podcast about fly fishing and the culture around it. So come, join us on this journey. All right, I believe we are recording, and I am back with, you know, longtime follower from the old podcast to this one, and... Um, the first ever double hall episode, uh, Matthew Cave. What is going on, dude? What's going on? But uh, let's get this started right. So we're going to get that going. So, but no, it's good to be well, back on here. Well, I would pop mine, but I've already had two beers at the brewery. Now I'm drinking whiskey. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> cheers, bud. <sighs> All right. So there's been a lot happened since we last talked. I mean, this whole country's been turned upside down. It's a whole new world, man. <laughs> and so for those that, you know, actually follow Streamer Meet Crew on, you know, social media and everything, you were supposed to be down here next weekend <laughs> yeah. for a fishing trip. Yeah. Well, right after we recorded, let's see, when was your podcast? It was the, the end of February. Wow. February 20th is when it was released, yeah. so we recorded right right close to that, and then just a few weeks later, holy crap, the pandemic hit, Yeah, everything's shut down, you guys are still in lockdown till the end of the month, correct? Yeah, um, well, <laughs> we're, we're starting to roll into what they're calling a broken state, because our governor makes actions, and then he gets sued, and... They're saying it's not legal. Now they've dialed back our our lockdown or safer at home is what they're calling it. But now you've seen a lot of counties actually enact, not counties, but townships and cities enacting their own safer at home order. And, you know, you're starting to see some restaurants open, some restaurants still doing the whole curbside thing. It's it's a real weird standing right now in the whole area. So Yeah, it, it was kind of weird here for a while. Just, I mean... When it hit, it was like right around spring break for us. Yep. And since I work for the public school system, um, they extended spring break another week. And then they were like, oh, you know, and then it was like lockdown. Nothing was open and you couldn't do anything. And, you know, only essential workers. And yeah, it was it was a weird, crazy time. And now we're loosening up and opening up. And yeah. So I, I don't really know what's going on at this point. I just know that my daughter, you know, missed prom, missed graduation, and I mean, didn't really get to have a birthday party for her or a graduation party. But we still took her out to dinner because there's some restaurants that are open. Gotcha. And, you know, some of them are only taking reservations, and so you know, we hit that up and was like, okay, we're We'll make sure we have dinner reservations and we can go somewhere that we want to. And yeah. yeah, it's been a little weird. No, it has been, man. And that was the whole thing that's really spun me for a loop is, you know, like I said in the earlier podcast, I had started working at the VA, but I was doing some type of uh, administrative type work with timekeeping and making sure people will get paid. But I've got some friends in public affairs office and uh, they knew that that's what I went to school for. And they picked me up and now I'm working with incident command or, what they're calling their uh, support response team. And I'm back in public affairs, taking pictures and writing articles and 
telling stories and doing it all. So, yeah. So, I, so you know, through all of this, how has that actually affected you at work? At work, I'm not sure how it's affected me personally right now because um, I've been so swamped with it all and the things. Yeah, because yeah, you know, we, you and I chat all the time on text message, yeah. and and I'm seeing your posts on social media. And it's just crazy that, you know, you, you were in this job and then all of a sudden, nope, you're over here doing all this other stuff. And so, yeah, I don't know that I've completely um, comprehended it all yet. And I'm pretty sure I haven't, um, you know, because I had not gotten the time to like mentally put myself in a preparation for it. And I've seen some stuff, man, you know, it's been wild, but, um, but it's been, you know, it's been really, uh, rewarding at the same time too because you know i'm seeing what people are doing on the front line and being able to share that story and let letting the world know that we've got some hella awesome doctors working for veterans affairs doctors and nurses my wife would kick my ass if i didn't say nurse because she's a nurse <laughs> at the va but um, you know the entire staff at at least the milwaukee va um what i've seen firsthand it's it's awe-inspiring for sure well and you know, speaking of nurses, my daughter that actually missed graduation just finished her first semester of nursing. Awesome, school. man. That's so, cool. Yeah, she she just started. She got to graduate technically at semester, yeah. and then our our agreement was if she wants to, she has to be enrolled in college. And she decided she wanted to be a nurse, so she started her nursing degree. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I tell you, um. What that's one field that's is, never going to go away. No. Well, what nurses do and see, man, um, I was, I don't know if privy is the right word to see it, say, but um, I was able to witness what they call a final salute when we uh, actually lost a veteran to COVID. And just seeing how um, the nurses um, interacted with the family through video and everything, you know, because we weren't able to bring family members in while this patient was passing away and they were doing video conference, but just seeing the relationship that these nurses are able to build with family members that are losing their loved ones. It, I tell you, it's, it was tough, you know, but you know, they definitely do some awesome stuff, man, and definitely deserve our respect. And, you know, yeah. And that, and that's the hard part through all of this, that, you know, those people that are, you know, on the downcline and dying that they can't have family come in. No. You know, even even with, you know, proper safety gear or anything, that's the rough part because they're dying alone and yep. you know. And yeah, I'll have another thing guy out here really soon that's a firefighter. So he's, you know, in the front lines as well. And yeah. you know, it's it's just crazy to see. Yeah, and you know, that's the thing is such a there was such a and I'm going to stress was there was such a lack of PPE and we're still not on where we should be, but you know, there's a, the PPE to handle it now, but you know, there wasn't the PPE to allow people to don it and go in and do what you could because you had to save it because, you know, we were in fear that these numbers would shoot through the roof, you know? Yeah. And, and I, and you're probably as thankful as I am that, you know, the projected numbers never got to where they were and, you know, and, you know, I'm thankful for that. So no, it, I mean, you go to work and you see a refrigeration t- truck stuck out next to the building, you know, and you know what it's for. It it throws you for a loop. 
So yeah, and so one of the podcasts that I listen to is a running podcast because most people know that follow me on social media. I'm a big runner. Oh yeah, and I was, and I was listening to um, one of her pod or one. Of, they do episodes and she was on one of them and she was talking, she's in actually New York and talking about the uh, refrigerated trucks that are holding all the bodies because they don't have anywhere to put them right now. And that's just crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know I'm here in the Midwest and we've had it really easy, but yeah, these cities that have been hit really hard, it's just, Holy cow. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, my small mind can't fathom all of that. So no, and that's you know going back to what I was saying in the beginning. You know, I I don't know that I've fathomed it all, even seeing what I've seen. You know, and it's like hot. You know, it, it's it's weird times we live in. You know, and just having having the thought process of you know come outside of the role that I work, but just the personal out, intake of it or ideas of it is like man we need to open the economy because that's what we're built off of you know but it's like at what point how do we change and stuff and nobody has the right answer so yeah you know and regardless of what side you're on left or right yep nobody nobody's agreeing on much of anything and you're just like listen we have to join forces to get through this yep who cares what's going on you know we have to be united because yeah, like you said, our economy is what we're built on. And yeah. right now it's kind of crappy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain about the dollar fifty, you know, <laughs> I'm paying for gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, at one point I paid 95 cents for gas. God. Yeah. I no. mean, I can't. The last time I did that, I was like 16. Yeah, I was going to say, I managed <laughs> to get it down to 89 cents one time um up here and it was some random spot but yeah i was even trying to take it out i was like did i ever pay 89 cent for it as a kid you know it's like god yeah it's 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 such a weird time and i i don't know what to think but i'm just thankful that you know we've got the doctors and nurses and people in charge saying hey listen this is what we got to do this is what we got to you know keep pushing forward for and everything and you know, we're all going to get through this because we're, we're a nation that always does. And, yep. you know, you know, we got through some really tough times and it's, it's great to see, you know, most of everybody joining together and pushing through this. So. No, and that's a great thing too, is because like you were saying, we're so polarized in our opinions when it comes to politics and stuff like that. And, you know, there's doesn't seem to be a middle right now and, you know, politics aside, what we need to look at right now is we have the election coming up and which one of these two gentlemen or is there going to be a third person that comes in? Do we feel is the appropriate person to lead us through this pandemic? You know, we didn't. This pandemic was before the Democratic <laughs> selection. So you know, do you feel comfortable with either one of these parties that lead us through? You know, it's yeah, exactly. Oh. It's a whole new scheme of stuff that puts your mind in different directions. So, yeah. And, you know, and, and of course, you know, you're the crazy one in the middle of all this that sells the house and then buys a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I can only um, imagine what kind of headache that was through all this. No. Time. I tell you, 
we we did buy a house, um, and it was weird because we had been ready to buy a house for a while, but we were waiting on trying to figure out which direction we we're going to go once I graduated school because I finished up with my journalism degree in uh, December, and we had played around with the idea of moving out to Madison, which that's another hour and a half from where we're at now, or staying here in Milwaukee. So we never wanted to buy. Now that I got the job in Milwaukee, it was like, all right, this is the time to do it. And, you know, when we started the process, things were weird, but God, <laughs> they're that much weirder now, man. And uh, my wife and I work in different schedules for kiddo control because it doesn't seem to be any daycares that are really helping out in the best way that we need. And so we're moving as essentially single parents and, you know, you pack one box and go to another room, pack up and go back to the room you were just in and the kids have unpacked that box. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> they're like, I know I packed this in there. Yeah. Well, and you know, on top of all this, we had planned months ago that next weekend, because we're, we're recording, you know, on the 21st. Yep. So next weekend, a week from Memorial Day, you're going to be down here and yeah. fishing for that trip. And, you know, of course, all of this happened and, you know, most of everything shut down. So you can't really get here. No, because I was going to leave Thursday night, um, shoot down to uh, St. Louis and do the whole tourist thing, see the arch and that, this, that and the other. And the motel that I had booked up, they're like, uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's like, man. <laughs> So it's like, what do you do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so right now, I, you and I have been talking. So we're going to shoot for sometime later in the summer. Yep. And so we'll get you on the river one way or the other. Hey, yeah. And we'll, we'll figure out a time, and it don't matter. You just get down here, and we're going to fish somewhere, and – it doesn't matter. No, man, that's a great thing is, you know, like you said, we've talked and I, we've built a pretty good friendship out of this. And it, that's going to be the cool thing. is just coming down and being able to fish with buddies. Cause that's what it boils down to. And that's what I oh, try yeah. to express in all the stuff I do is that it, it's not necessarily about catching the fish. It's just being with good people and being able to yeah, talk. being on the river and just hanging yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. Who cares what we catch? Shoot, yeah. We're going to crack beers and hang out on the river. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, at the beginning of all this stuff, you know, I got to actually spend some time on the river with a really good friend and chasing white bass because they were running and yeah. I had the time off and, man, it was just nice just to be out, just to be out, you know, with somebody, you know, still respecting everything. Yep. All the, you know, all the laws, but just being outside fishing, it was just great. Yeah. And. You know, the first the first time we went, you know, I caught most of the fish and I caught all the bigger ones. And then the second time we went out, um, you know, he was just nailing them left and right. And but we shoot, we had such a great time just talking and BSing on the river. I mean, it, it didn't really matter. No, I've <laughs> been living vicariously. Yeah, I've been living vicariously uh, through social media watching all my buddies catch fish and stuff and you know it's nice to be able to have that interaction and talk back and forth because with the time my time right now i haven't had it um we're starting to you know figure some things out my wife and i are finally going to have a couple of days together um she actually dealt with the whole rona and 
contracted it and we had to deal with that for a while. So we had time off together for that, but you know, she was quarantined to the other side of the house. We didn't, I didn't let her or the, uh, and the kids interact. And, you know, it was almost like a, it was a soup line. I bring her soup to the bedroom door and not scurry back, you know, cause we didn't want the kids to have anything. And, um, you well, know, so what kind of impact, so speaking of that, how, what kind of impact did that have on you guys? You know, oh, not being, because it's, you know, a minimum of 14 days. Yeah, no. And that was, um, the tough thing is that the hardest part of it, you know, there were a few nights that I was scared, you know, being concerned for my wife, but what, really hit me the hardest was the impact that it was having on the girls because you know my oldest one knew something about coronavirus and my youngest one i mean she's three she had no idea she just didn't know why she couldn't go yeah, home couldn't mom. mom and yeah, yeah that the that's gotta mental, be the hardest dude yeah. yeah that was mentally draining and exhausting um it was tough um you know and of course the neighborhood that we were moving from we were close enough to where everybody had an idea of what was going on because they know she's a nurse and know that I work at the hospital. And, um, you know, there were some scary nights of touch and go there. And, um, you know, she never dealt with the respiratory issues until afterwards. And it wasn't, you know, anything like going on a ventilator or anything. She'd just get short of breath with the high fevers, the chills, the loss of taste, um, and all that stuff. And it, it was spooky, but, the hardest part again was the kids, you know? Yeah. That that's gotta be the hardest part. And, you know, I don't know anybody down here personally that's actually gone through any of that. Yeah. So, which is, which I'm thankful for. So, cause I don't know, you know, if it would have happened to any of us, what, what would have happened? So, yeah. That was tough, man. Then, um, you know, like I said, we, we kind of kept each other separated and everything. And, uh, you know, I slept downstairs and learned a valuable lesson never to piss the wife off because sleeping on the sofa for more than a couple of nights in a row sucks pretty bad. <laughs> Always stay on her good side. Have the flower shop in your phone. Yep. Yep. So anytime I see cross eyes or anything like that coming my direction, I am bowing down and kissing feet because I am not spending time on a sofa anymore. Such <laughs> a valuable lesson. Uh, so so you being in the VA you were actually you know front line to a lot of things and you know switching jobs you wrote a you were in, like right there because I saw some pictures of you you know in the middle of everything so any and I believe you wrote an article right I've done a few articles I've done a few articles done a few video interviews a lot of photography um got a article that's sitting in the can right now that'll be published here in the next couple of days so yeah yeah so um we'll have to you know share those links when they're yeah, all yeah. available and, and i think a couple of them we'll go ahead and put in the show notes for this okay. because you know it's just one of those things that you know some of us have experienced stuff some haven't and so yeah. you know we, let's we got to share all the info and you know no, we have what still about this is still about the veterans because you work at the VA. So no, for sure we had one gentleman came in uh, right in the very beginning with uh, symptoms and then ended up on the ventilator. And I don't want to give numbers; it's in the story and everything. But 
Uh, he ended up spending like 48 to 50 days in the hospital before he got out. Um, and, you know, he had no idea what type of ceremony that the VA had put on for him, but we had lined up all the employees to applaud him and celebrate the fact that he was leaving and everything. And I got to go in the room before he left and talk to him for a couple of minutes, you know, and he was talking about how he just wanted to have food and be able to see his family again and stuff, you know, cause hospital food sucks. We all know that, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, he wanted real food and be able to see his family. And, you know, then, you know, being able to follow him and watch, him see everybody lined up and applauding him and then being able to see his family at the end of the way. And we actually had local media there. It was really tough, you know, professionally as a journalist, you have to separate yourself from the emotion, but I, I'd be lying to you if I said, Oh yeah, I was able to kept, keep my bearings, man. It was no I, way, you know, my eyes definitely sweat a little bit. <laughs> so I was going to say, I was going to say, I'd have been crying in the corner after <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> no, and that you know that's some stuff that you know, being able to get out of that situation, yeah, that's yeah, cra- crazy after so long. No, it was really really cool, and um, you know, just being able to see how much he appreciated the care that he was able to uh, receive, and then see the impact that it left on the doctors and nurses and such. Uh, matter of fact, one of the doctors that ended up helping him through the process was one of the doctors here on the Darlington race here recently where they did the whole gentleman start your engines and everything. She was actually one of the doctors on there. The photo that my buddy took that I was shooting with that day, um, it was of the doctor hugging this gentleman as he's leaving and the picture's actually gone viral. So, you know, it's been, you know, pretty cool stuff. So, yeah. So, you know, on a lighter note, yeah we'll we'll get away from all of this now for a little bit um you know you moved i've seen you get into a little bit of fly tying yeah because you know down here it's like springtime everything's green you know up there it's got to be it's got to be starting to get green a little bit starting to get green i've I've cut the grass nice weather nice weather yeah yeah Um, and I saw you broke out the vice and yep. starting to tie a little flies here and there. So, yep. um, so what are you looking forward to with some time off? I'm going to go chase some smallies, man. That's I'm itching to do it. Um, you know, I, I tie a few meteor things and, uh, I tied a few tequilas, which I don't know. You know what a tequila is, right? I, I don't. It's a rubber legged woolly bugger. So it's a little bit. Okay. Of okay. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I, um, I usually call those like a bitch creek or something. Yeah, you know it mimics a leech, it mimics a crawdad, it mimics a minnow. It's everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. You know, and uh, we keep those kind we of. All, we all have that one fly. Yeah, we kind of keep those secret. We don't claim to use it, but if the fish ain't bite, you put that on, and all of a sudden, you know, oh yeah, no, it it bit on this. It didn't bite on the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we all have those flies. If I can get out for some smallies or some pike, man, I'd tell you the fish are really biting around us, but I just I haven't had the time, you know. Um, well, down here, you know, shoot, everything's flooding. And I mean, we, we've had so much rain lately. The rivers have been up. Our lakes are way up. Yeah. And, you know, it's we're supposed to get rain later tonight, all day tomorrow. 
and pretty much till like Wednesday next week. Yeah, we got a lot of it where I'm at here, just south of this, uh, south of Milwaukee, um, and a lot of the rivers are blown out and everything. But out towards Madison and up north, um, you know, you're starting to see some people catch some pike and some some smallies. Um, you know, seeing quite a few coming out of the Wisconsin River towards uh, Madison and such right now. So it's been some fish are moving. And I think once the water levels come down around here, we'll start seeing some more around here again. So. Yeah, I, I got out, what, two weekends ago? Yeah. Two weekends ago, um, which was not a great weekend because it cost me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So those that don't know me or haven't heard yet, um, I, my father-in-law has a boat, on a, a houseboat on the lake. So we oh. went down to see him and went down to have a great day. You know, kind of celebrate our daughter's graduation, which was supposed to be that weekend. Yeah. And we're supposed to have a big party. And so I had had some um, pulled pork that I had smoked. Okay. And I took it down. We had a cake made and everything. So we went down to go see him and just hang out for the day since he was on the lake. And I was like, I'm going to take a fly rod, you know, fish a little bit. First thing in the morning, he was like, oh, let's go check the railing on the roof. Um, that I built, he goes, I redid it all. And it's really nice. And so, so we went up there, checked it out, coming down the ladder. I slipped on the second stair and fell about five feet to the bottom platform, smacked my elbow on the, the <sighs> stairs. And when I hit the platform, my phone popped out of my pocket and I rolled over about the time it went bloop right in the water and oh. went 50 feet down to the bottom of the lake. Jesus. So, needless to say, I was pissed off for several hours, <laughs> and I had a bunch of, you know, work team or work contact stuff. I had a bunch of text messages and emails that, you know, some emails transferred over. Yeah. At the end of the day, we hit the the phone store on the way home, and I was like, um, so I need a phone. <laughs> And so, yeah, ended up with a brand new phone. That was an expensive weekend. Yeah, God, phones are not cheap, man. Y'all remember when you could, you know, lease them out, not lease them out, you know, payment plan or whatever, and or they give them to you free with a contract. And now, kind yeah, of, you used to be able to get that free phone with a contract. Yeah, God, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I remember getting a pager with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the pager, that was that was something. If you had a pager and a cell phone, oh, you were like balling. <laughs> yeah, and you even had the special codes for your friends, you know. They couldn't yep. send a text message, but the numbers meant something, right? <laughs> yep, yep. They each had a number, and they could just send it to you, and you knew who it was. you just call them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, yeah, um, so, you know, you and I are talking. Yep. Um so we're looking, you know, later in summer, getting you down here, we'll let all this kind of settle down and get you on the river. And we don't, right now, we don't know where, but yeah, like you said, spending time with buddies on the river, fishing, yep. it doesn't really matter. And, you know, we'll be, we'll fish somewhere down here and we just got to get you down here. 
Yeah, we need to get that uh, videographer you just had on, the guy that shoots all those Ozark m movies. We need to get him to film down there that day. He may not get anything I, glorious on fishing, but. <laughs> I bet I, I could talk him into it. <laughs> that would be funny, man. That would be a good time. So. Yeah, Andrew's such a great guy. And if you, you know, nobody caught the last episode or two episodes ago with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, he his videos are so good, and you know he, he started not knowing anything, and his yeah. videos has just gotten better and better and better. So, yeah, I, I bet I, I bet we can get him to come out and shoot some video and do us something. Yeah, so, no, and I think it's going to be very easy because you're not, but so far from me, you know, it's a very easy long weekend deal, and that's yeah, um, it's just it it. it Things have got to line back up for my wife and I actually have <laughs> time for it. And, you know, I think we're swinging back that way. It just, it's, you know, who knows? Hey, I've got vacation coming up where I can take a sick day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're going to get you down here for a long weekend. Yep. Get you down here, like you said. If you leave on a Thursday, get to St. Louis. You can be down here on a Friday, yep. mid morning, and because we're three and a half hours from St. Louis, so yeah. or or three hours depending on who's driving. That's going to say two and a half. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything, but that may have happened a time or two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll get you down here, and we're just going to have fun. Yeah. We're going to. We're going to bounce around and just hang out and I've got buddies with both and I can, we can jump on one and just go and flow. No, that'd be cool. Yeah. We're, we're going to get you on the river. We're going to get fishing. No, I'm, 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 I'm excited about that. So no, I mean, it's a long time coming, man. And uh, it just, you know, it sucks that it's not going to happen here this month. I've been looking forward to it. And I know I have been too. That's one, one of the things I've been looking forward to. I'm like, sweet we can do this and we're gonna have fun and then holy crap nope <laughs> yeah no we'll get it straight man i, I definitely it, it, it ozarks was already one of those bucket list uh, items that i wanted to fish and hey, then you can't just go walking through without saying at least waving <laughs> she she totally just she bailed out i don't even know where she went <laughs> She, she went in the closet behind you and then walked right back out yeah she's still poking her head around the corner <laughs> but, no, but no we're gonna get we're gonna get you down here and get you into some fish one way or the other so no it'll happen man for sure for sure so so yeah we'll we'll play with your schedule see what works best once you know all this madness hits or slows down at least where yeah. you can get away and yeah we're, i'm excited to get you here no, that's the thing. I'll, you know, I I'll, try to I'll keep it easy or keep it easy on all the fish, so they will still bite. <laughs> yeah, I need that, man. I, I don't rip too many lips. Uh, you know, I need a easy hook set. But um, you know, it, it, I've tried to look at it logistically to make it one of those ones where you could just straight shoot through and only deal with the gas stations. But again, it's coming down to whether or not my wife is going to be at home with the kids or. Yeah, it's. Ah. I, I completely understand. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get you here, and you know, later in the summer, hopefully things will calm down. And no, oh, they will. They will. Oh yeah, we'll have we'll have fun. 
Yep. Uh, so you and I were talking the other day. You've got a project coming up or working with somebody, aren't you? I am. Um, it goes back into stuff that I had done with Wisconsin Here Outdoors, you know, last year, and then stuff I've done with uh, Veteran Service Partnership with Trot Unlimited. I've partnered up with a guy a couple of times on projects. His name's John, um, and he has Ford Fly here in Milwaukee. He does it with another guy named Sean, and it's you know it boils down to just building community and of like-minded people and doing some creative stuff. And John and I have built a friendship through the stuff that he's done where he's come out and helped tie flies or do fly tying lessons or, you know, he really did, did a lot with Orvis and uh, the tie-a-thon that we had here in Milwaukee a few months ago. But he's given me the opportunity that, God, it was supposed to start a couple of months ago, but with everything the way it's going, we've kind of shuffled it back. But uh, we're going to do kind of a thing where we choose a community or a town here in the state we go out there for a day, interact with the people, do our thing, you know, food, drink, business, whatever, and then go fish the water. And it's not necessarily about that, but it's about growing that community and kind of my elevator pitch of it is kind of doing like an Anthony Bourdain, but of fishing and uh, do some blog post stuff with it. Um, yeah. And that's with Ford Fly. They do some great stuff now and do a lot in the community. And John, I love the man to death. He's a great friend and, you know, he just wants me to have another outlet to explore my creativity. He loves my writing and stuff. And him and I, when we when we hang out, we really jive together. And I think it's going to be some cool stuff that we come out with. So, Well, if there's anything I can do to help out with you guys on that, let yeah. me know. I would, I would love to help out. And I'm sure there's some listeners that would love to help out. And, yeah. You know, we'll, they can get in contact with me once. You know, we have some details on all that stuff once you guys start doing. And yeah, I shoot if it's tying some flies up to send them to you for to use or whatever we can do. Let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, uh, yeah, no, John and Sean have done some really cool stuff. It was funny when we had our uh, IF4, the other fly fish film tour type thing that comes through town. We were all sitting there and uh, they've done these hats with one with a trout and one with a smallie. And uh, it's got the people's flag of Milwaukee, which has always been a heated debate, but people have kind of gone back to it and really taken hold of it. And he's done it on these hats with it being the flag in the fish. <laughs> I tell you what, if it won't 20 people in a crowd of 500 people wearing this hat, it won't one of them, man. <laughs> it's like <laughs> big time now, man. <laughs> so, you know, it, really a lot of people are, really grabbing on to what he's got going on and I feel really privileged that he's reached out to me and asked that I would help him out with some blog post type stuff. So, so I mean, you've shared the link with me and you cut out a little bit when you're saying the company name, what was the company name? Again? Uh, it's Ford fly. So, yeah. So, so it'll be tagged in the show notes. Yeah. So definitely check there. Um, it'll be in the Instagram post and Facebook. Oh, posts yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, definitely check that out. But yeah, um, I'm kind of excited to see what happens with this and you guys starting to do that and yeah. maybe be able to, maybe we can work with, you know, someone else and get some stuff done for a veteran that's there. We can yeah. you know, get them hooked up with something. So No, that's the thing is that, you know, they're not just um, 
they're really just about building the whole community with everybody. You know, John's done a lot of uh, casting lessons in the city at some of the parks around here, like Astorbrook and um, Clutch Park, which are two in Milwaukee. Um, and just, you know, people that come by and say, it's kind of like, you know, what they do with that pig farming, you know, you show a little bit of interest, we're going to pull you in and you're going to learn. It don't matter who you are. Yeah. We're going to teach you how to fly. Those, you know? those pig farm guys have a special, special spot in my heart. I've, I've got it tattooed on me, so yeah, that's awesome. If you can see it, oh yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah pig farm, pig farm Inc. You know, Jay and I talk quite a bit, and yeah, you know, still trying to do some stuff. Of course, all this stuff has happened. And, yeah, you know, I was kind of in talks of trying to do another event. You know, back right before all this hit, but yeah, you know, it just got crazy real quick. And um, but yeah, you know, it's all that's what it is. You know, going to in the neighborhood and just be like yeah let's let's yeah. get people in here let's let's have some fun yeah no and that cast he just did with april Voki, i tell you that I, I had listened to him years ago i haven't listened to it one. yet so yeah oh. I, I that's on my list no it was good man i'd listened to him years ago when he did the one um with uh drake cast with oh god what was the kid's name he's gonna kill me because uh he's a buddy of mine God, I can't. Anyways, he'd done one on the Drake cast years ago, but I feel like April really got some stuff out of him this time, and seems like a cool cat. And yeah, I hope to meet him sometime because he's definitely got some oh, stories to tell. Yeah, Jay is such an awesome dude. And yeah, I need to get him on here for a long haul cast, and yeah, know, really kind of, really kind of dig into everything. And for again, because sure. you know the old podcast that I was a part of, you know, we had a yeah two and a half three hour session with them and you know it's just a big bs session and talking and yeah. everything but yeah i'd like you know let people know who he is and what it's about yeah. and yep. yeah it'd be great oh. you know because my our listeners are a little you know different than april loki's <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, not to be weird or nothing, but God, I, I got to listen to her voice sometimes in the morning. It just makes the day that much better just to hear April Voki talk for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, nobody's got, doing that for my voice. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody's like, ah, it's Josh. All right. It's, it's going to be an all right day, maybe. Yeah. No. <laughs> Very unique voice, and I tell you, she – the stuff that she puts out, man, she's got some awesome, awesome interviews and stuff. Yeah, I normally wouldn't can really get to the point. So yeah, that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't think that she gets down into a topic so well. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So what you got going on these days, man? Turn the tables on you. <laughs> so really, not a whole lot. Yeah, uh, just kind of waiting for the weather to, you know, every time I'm thinking that the rivers are going to actually kind of mellow down and, you know, drop to fishing levels. Yeah. You know, it rains again. So every time I'm kind of, we're kind of in that weird, you know, I don't, you know, I know spring starts in April, but yeah. it's usually like May and June yep. that some of our heavy rains just come and so right now i'm just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting for rivers to get where they need to be but yeah i'm 
right now I'm just kind of focused on letting letting all this happen and then just get back on the river and just start fishing because also, you know, this this is that weird time of the year for temperatures being in the south that yeah. we're on that weird line where oh, it could yeah. get it could be like cool one day and hot the next. Yep. And so at this point, we're all kind of like scratching our heads and like, okay, so it's been very mild temperature wise. Yeah. Are we just going to go to like 95 degrees all summer long? Yeah. Because I, I mean, that's, that's what it does here, which is weird because, huh? which I don't mind because I've got, I'll, you know, three or four, you know, spring fed rivers. Yeah. that I like to go hang out at, float, fish, you know, do whatever on weekends. But yeah. it's, it's just, you know, one of those things you're like, crap, is, what's it going to do? Because, you know, once it calms down rain-wise and the rivers get back to where they should, you know, roughly close to where they should be, we can get the kayaks or canoes out and start floating and fishing and, you know, start chasing those smallies and, you know, and I, right now, I'm anybody listened to the last podcast right before you um, yep. with Vince. You know, carp is right around the corner. Yeah, it is. Man, I love chasing carp with a fly rod. It's just fun. It's frustrating, but it's fun. <laughs> it's kind of like my musky fishing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll get you on a musky, man. I tell you, there's musky water around. So, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm five minutes from a lake here that have you know. 40 plus inch muskies in it yeah and i've just i've had the follows i just can't get them to take the bite yeah you're not <laughs> waiting the, the right way, way. <laughs> yeah apparently i'm not standing on one leg and hold my tongue right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no I, I i'm looking forward to chasing carbs this summer i really yeah. am and you know it's one thing i'm doing looking forward to and you know, I've been doing a lot of side work right now, and which, God, I hurt from so bad. <laughs> the guy I'm helping out, you know, we've been re- rebuilding fences for guys, pulling fence posts and the concrete out of the ground and cool. putting new fence posts in. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we've actually got a really good system to do it, and we can pull a fence post out from a fence and put a new one in and within, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, we've gotten we've gotten it down pretty good, but man, I hurt, <laughs> I hurt so bad. I just, but all that side money, I've been doing a little stash so I can get my fly rod money. Oh, you got to get that new one from Moonshine, man. That Vespa or whatever. Oh, oh that Vespa. Oh my, that looks yeah. good. But you know, anybody that's listened to the last podcast with Vince, you know that Drifter. That's a workhorse. That's the one I've got my eye on because I'm so hard on fly rods. Yeah. I, I both. One I think is just going to be that workhorse. It's just going to take that beating yeah. and, you know, we're going to, you know, run it through the ringer and hopefully I have one in time for you to get here and we can go chase whatever with it. So, well, you know, I listened to that last class that you did and I was like, you know what? I've stuck that thing in the mud like you do a Mossberg shotgun to push it, push myself off of banks. And I've done it with fly rods from the butt, but it was a moonshine, you know, and it's the drifter. And it's like, yeah, it's the workhorse that I just I beat up and it still works. So 
Yeah, and you know, and so maybe we can, you know, work something out with them to help you with your stuff, especially with the veterans. And when you start doing stuff, well, they did. You know, they gave it raw to me last Christmas. So maybe we can get some stuff going with them and uh, some awesome stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's but yeah, that's that's the workhorse. And that six and eight weight are really on my radar right now. Yep. Just those are the two weights that I'm throwing the most these days. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm those a couple more side jobs. I'm going to have the money. <laughs> now, I need to get a, I need to get a seven weight. I want to sh- uh, have a rod that I can put straight to throwing foam. You know, I really like some top water action, throwing some foam and some poppers. And I, you know, I've got the six and eight and, Sometimes I think that seven would just be good with a nice floating line with some foam and just really playing with them. So, yep. yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not, I don't have to sell you. I have to sell my wife. <laughs> but, you know, this is my 19th year of marriage. Yeah. I've learned that it's way easier to ask for forgiveness than oh, permission. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I just bought a piece of artwork from Jake Keeler. Um, which, which, by the way, I love. <laughs> it's a great piece, and uh, I, you know, I slowly played the whole game the whole time because Jake does some really cool stuff. But you know, it's skulls and wizards and metal music and you know, holding big fish. And I was like, you know, Jake is a good buddy, and he's done this art, and he's finally putting it out to where I can afford to buy it because his pieces sell you know up there i love jake to death but i just ain't got the money for that so when he started putting these other prints out i bought it and told her so it's coming to the house and she's like, oh that's great you know and it's like yeah it's definitely going on the wall and when she saw that she's like skulls and fish i said yes <laughs> like you said better ask for forgiveness and permission <laughs> it's going on the wall baby <laughs> Heck yeah. Eventually, you know, when I get motivated, I'll finish cleaning out my garage and then I'll have, then I'll be able to build a proper, you know, studio in there. Yeah. A podcast studio, soundproofing. I mean, I mean, eventually, you know, I would like to strike that deal with Spotify like Joe Rogan just did. Oh yeah. Who wouldn't? A hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But no, I, I would... I just want to have that little studio in there and then I can actually like, you know, get some art like that and just yeah. random stuff, just put in there and just have some fun with it and yeah, yeah make it a really cool area. No, that's I, my goal by the end of summer. So, well, you know, I, we just moved in this place and when we come in, the garage was empty. I was like, yes. Well, we had to hire movers to help move some of the boxes today. And I was at work and I come home and my garage was full from the wall to the garage door. And I just started crying. I was like, well, there went my man cave until I figure out how to dig through it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I completely understand that. <laughs> so, so you've got the, um, so you've been working through all this. Your wife's been working through all this. Um, our, you know, our fishing trip's been canceled for, Postponed, you know, or uh, yeah, postponed. <laughs> postponed for at least a couple months. Yeah, <laughs> until we can figure everything out. 
I'll go down in that southern heat. <laughs> hey, you just get down here. We're going to take – I'm going to take full care of you. So I grew up in Virginia. The heat don't bother me. <laughs> well, I, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah. The, the older I get, the more I'm like, you know. 95 degrees ain't so bad. <laughs> no. My bones don't hurt as bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, all, all the stupid stuff I did when I was, you know, in my early 20s, it's starting to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You know, all those years of skateboarding, I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I like take time off and heal right? Well, you know, getting old now, I, I picked up a box. I, I was sitting here at the table tonight complaining. And I was like, God, I think I got turf toe. My wife's just shaking her head. And she's like, you don't have turf toe. And I was like, no, it hurts right in the joint. And she's like, you didn't. You're not athletic. You didn't do anything like that. I said, no, we've been moving furniture. And my dumb ass was doing it with flip-flops. I just pulled something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's funny. Uh, but you guys got moved in okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we're all good to go, man. Got some boxes to unpack, but, you know, we're comfortable here now, so it'll be a nice gradual unpack all the stuff you don't really need and you should probably get rid of. So You've already got really good artwork to hang on the wall. So I'm, hey, I'm, yes. I'm, I was going to say, what else do you need? No. It's going right to the fireplace. <laughs> You know, because I was going to say, because she'll probably never listen to this, just <laughs> randomly just like hang it different places throughout the house. Well, no, I've already told her I've got another piece coming as soon as I can figure out which one I want. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just start rotating them around yeah. the house randomly and just move stuff. Just see if she notices. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. So... Any big trips coming up up there anytime soon? Um, we've kind of pushed – try to limit – put a, not a moratorium, but kind of put a hold on everything right now. So our Hayward trip that we were planning for 10 vets, we're kind of pushing that towards the fall if we can figure something out. If not, we'll do bigger and better next year, you know, just like all the concerts around here, bigger and better next year. We've got the money. We're fundraising a little bit more for some other stuff. But uh, – Vedavu's doing some stuff with us. Carf, uh, Justin Carf up there in Minnesota, he's helping out with some stuff. Um, I actually just got a letter from him today. Really? I love yeah, Justin Carf. Yeah, Justin's awesome. Yeah. No, he's helping out with some stuff. So we've kind of pushed that one to the side, but I got a trip with my buddy Hunter um, just outside of Eau Claire. We're supposed to fish mid-July-ish, and then um, I'm supposed to go up to Hayward during that time that we were going to do the veteran trip and I was going to fish with them. But, um, you know, we'll see. And then I'm going to fish with Kyle Zimple at the end of August, hopefully. So, so, but that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Hopefully you guys can get some trips planned, you know, through all the veteran stuff and in general and just start getting, because, you know, I'm not in that situation, you know, where, you know, I look forward to that contact, yep. you know, with people and, you know, building those relationships and yep. hopefully you guys can start getting some of that stuff done. And No, I mean, we did some really cool stuff in the beginning. We did some kind of uh, online video tying stuff and we weren't getting a huge turnout on it. 
but you know, we were having the interaction. We we're doing a lot of text messages and phone calls back and forth. But my buddy Mike Johnson does the uh, VSP stuff out in Madison, and I'll give you his handles at Doggy Daddy Nine or something like that. He's got a lot more equipment that uh, we utilize, and with him, excuse me, the Paps is talking right now. I'm sorry, but um, you know, he's between him and I, we're reaching out to veterans that if they need waders or fly rods or whatever, we've got enough extra equipment, reach out to us. And, you know, if you're not comfortable just coming up the driveway or whatever, we can do curbside drop off. That way people are fishing. We're still reaching out and giving veterans and first responders a chance to fish if they don't have the stuff that they feel that they need, be it waders, boots, um, you know, uh, fall line outfitters up and, um, uh, near Wausau, they did a huge donation to VSP earlier in the year, and it's really given us a opportunity to just have the right equipment for veterans to reach out and say, hey, I need a pair of waders or boots. I need a fly rod. Can you hook me up? And we've been doing that. Um, that way we're kind of – we're not blurring the line, but we're not breaking the rules either. You know, we're giving an opportunity yeah. out there. So, Well, I'm going to definitely make that – you know, known in the post. Yeah. Um, so at least reach out to me. Um, and, you know, I'll, of course, you'll be tagged in the post. Oh, yeah. yeah. be able to reach out to you. Um, if, you know, if there's people out there that, you know, because of this, they're sitting and tying flies for, you know, eight, ten hours a day because they've got nothing else to do. If they've got some flies that they want to donate, now yeah. to hit me up and, you know, I'll make a package put together and, yeah. We'll send a whole bunch of stuff to you. Yeah, cool. And if they're local or, you know, we'll, or I'll pass them, you know, an address to get to you. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll help you guys out as much as we can as far as, you know, being able to, you know, help stock up, you know, some fishermen. And yeah, no, appreciate and, that. you know, it's cool that we were able to do that, you know, that we've got enough rods and, stuff like that we can reach that stuff out but you know flies and stuff would be awesome if we could get our hands on some more stuff so yeah you know you always could use more flies and yeah you know, I'll, <laughs> put the, I'll, I'll put it out you know yeah to you know to all everybody that hey let's do this let's let's create some boxes you yeah. know and send up there and so you know maybe i can put together several care packages and we'll just send a big yeah. box up to you That'd be awesome, man. I appreciate that. So, because you know, like I said in the very first episode, it's it's all about the veteran. You know, we we appreciate them regardless yeah. of any situation that's going on in the nation. Yeah. Because we couldn't do any of this without them. Yep. And to put them on the water, you know, we we'll do whatever whatever we can. So yeah, we'll, if if it takes you know sitting down at a vice for three or four hours and tying up a box of flies and shipping it to you. That's nothing. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Thank you. So, yeah, of course. And I know there's several listeners out there that would love to throw in some stuff. So, Oh yeah. It's always, hopefully we can get a package to you. And of course, you know, you and I will talk all the whole time. So, Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, because I got to follow your shenanigans up there. <laughs> buying artwork and sneaking out fishing you know when you can so. <laughs> oh man yeah no i think i'm gonna get the i got a uh a butt that i'm gonna 
smoke this weekend. I just got a new Traeger. I've got to build it. I know. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I'm in the same boat because I just got a pellet grill. Okay. Um, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. And because it was either, you know, spend 150, 200 bucks rebuilding my gas grill. Yeah. And because I grill on it all the time, I've just burnt through everything. So there's a lot of like rebuilding or just buy a new grill for a couple hundred bucks more. Yep. And so I went ahead and just like, yeah, I'm just going to buy a new grill. And so I went ahead and got that pellet smoker and yeah, I've cooked so much on it already. I'm like, man, I gotta be careful. I'm going to go through this thing. <laughs> I can't wait to figure out what I can cook on. I was telling my buddy today, I was like, man, I'm going to figure out how to do some wood fired tomatoes or something on it and do some potato uh, pizza sauce and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So download the Traeger app. Oh yeah. And if you don't have it already, and oh, I, got it. <laughs> through all, I was going to say, I've been going through those recipes, just picking out stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds really good. <laughs> I keep up with it, though. I'm about to come down there and start running with you. I'm going to swell up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me. These days, after being off for so long and eating so well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not very fast these days. <laughs> it's just kind of a waddle. <laughs> Push me down and just roll me along. <laughs> Pretty much. I You walk to the top of the hill and kind of use the gravity to, to pull you down. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so, any big things coming up? I mean, besides, you know, getting out of quarantine and fishing and stuff, I mean, anything coming up this summer to look forward to that you guys are still kind of planning on as far I as. Mean, the big thing is always uh, getting the girls out and letting them enjoy the outdoors, um, you know, and really taking the time and making sure we get out and camp with them quite a bit. Both of them love camping. They've been on me about it. Um, and that's what we're looking forward to. We're just finding a little patch in the woods somewhere, throwing the tent up, have a fire rolling, show them the stars, start teaching constellations and stuff, and just letting them look at different plants, bugs, animals, whatever, and just – Family time, man, you know, that's that's one huge positive thing that's come out of all of this is that, yeah, we've all been in the house together, but it's time to get back outside at the same time. So, so you're in the Milwaukee area. So, like, how far do you have to drive to get out, you know, away from people to see stuff? Oh, not very far at all, because I'm south of the city a little ways. I'm about 40, 45 minutes south of Milwaukee and not. Uh, We've got Bong State Park, uh, which is like the largest prairie in Wisconsin or whatever. We've got that pretty close. And then um, there's a couple of good places north of the city that we'll drive back through Milwaukee for that are really nice. And then we'll go out to a place that's called Governor Dodge. It's on the other side of Madison. Just make it a day drive out there. And, you know, it's not too bad. It's about two, two and a half hours to get out there. Um but there's always – I always find little spots. I mean, I'm a strong believer in public lands, and I take advantage of what I can do. Oh, I'm, I'm there too. And unfortunately, you know, most of mine, the females in my house. Yeah. 
don't enjoy being outside. Yeah. Because uh, they're city people. <laughs> <laughs> and and see, nobody can see what I just did, but I did air quotes around city yeah. people. <laughs> but, you know, um, but, you know, I like to jump in the Jeep in the summer, put everybody in it, and just drive out in the country. Because we're north of the city of Springfield, which is not a huge city. Yeah. We're probably 180,000, 200,000 people. And so it's not huge, but a lot of people. And, uh, but just take a drive out through the country. And, you know, in the last couple of years, they've actually really enjoyed going up to the state park uh, for fly fishing. Okay. Uh, Bennett Springs. And Bennett Springs is 45 minutes away. And, ooh, what's that noise? That was my dryer. <laughs> I don't oh. The dryer came with the house, and the previous owners put some weird song on it. So I apologize because I did not hear that. I, I was like, like, what in the world is that noise? <laughs> but, but no, I mean it's really close. I mean, they're they're dog food fed fish, but it's just nice because they enjoy going up there, you know, and just spending time on the river in the summer, you know, just casting and just. Yeah hanging out and and actually last year was our first time of actually getting them on a river floating okay and so i think we're going to try to do a lot more of that this summer depending on their work schedules yeah if they have to work the wife and i can still go out and float <laughs> it doesn't really matter to them yeah because they're 16 and 17 or actually 16 and 18 now oh, oh whoa that's that's really hard to say yeah <laughs> man oh yeah, <laughs> but no, we're we're looking forward to getting them out and just hanging out the summer and just being able to spend time outdoors. And um, one of my projects, you know, here soon is building a little teardrop camper to pull behind okay. vehicles. And um, it's not technically going to be a teardrop; it'll be more kind of a square-ish camper. Yeah, uh, because I'll because I want to put like a bicycle rack and a rack on top that I could strap fly rods to and gotcha. put the canoe on top of. Yep. And so it's going to be one of those, you know, deals that we can just go and I can take a tent. The kids can sleep in a tent because I've got a big tent and then we can sleep in it because yeah, the wife sleeping on the ground is not a good day in the next day. <laughs> now I just bought a really cool trailer. Um, couple of months ago for the kayaks is charlie my oldest she wanted a kayak for christmas and of course we got it for you know so i've got three kayaks and a canoe and i you know i don't always pull the canoe around i just when i take the canoe it's normally just myself so i'm always pulling three kayaks and then it's all the camping gear and the dogs and stuff so this trailer it actually it's a box to it, so I can throw all the camping stuff in it, and then it's got the nice frame up top that I can put all three kayaks on top and got room for another one for when my youngest, Joey, she gets older, um, throw another kayak on it and be ready to rock and roll. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to time, you know, on the river because my oldest has mentioned that to me, you yeah. know, when are we going to get to go out on the river? When it stops raining. Yeah, and the water gets a little bit higher, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
the wa- the water's still a little cold. We're gonna have to let it warm up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it can stay that cold, but it's gonna have to be like ninety degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff this summer, and you know, I'm kind of planning a few things that they don't know about. So oh, cool. Looking, I'm I'm looking forward to just getting them out and getting away for a day or two, or at least an afternoon, just just to get out because man. Yeah, just putting in that quality time is kind of nice. No, I'm going to take them up. Um, the plan was, and I think we're still going to do it ourselves, but um, with the veterans trip that we had going on in July, I was just going to stay up there after the veterans left and stuff. And the girls were going to meet me up there in Hayward, and we were going to float the St. Croix National Scenic Riverway and do the camping. Now, you know, I think we're just going to go up there anyways, if we're allowed to, you know, a lot of you hear some places saying they're not going to allow camping, but this, this area is so remote. I don't see them taking that away, you know? Um, so I think we're going to go put out, I got a couple of good ideas. I got some friends that live up that way. They've given me some insight and we'll go float for two or three days and camp in these remote spots. So that's like our big. Yeah. That that just sounds so much fun. One of these days, I really want to get up to Hayward and chase some of those muskies. You know that Brad Bowen country. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I do a lot with Hayward Fly Fishing Company, and then my buddy uh, up there too. He's an old original river rat, and uh, you know I fish with that, those guys quite a bit. I don't know Brad too well. I've seen the stuff he puts on social media, but um, you know. I got some buddies up there. I love that area around Hayward. So it just, it looks like pretty country. And one of these days, I'll make it up there, you know, yeah. to fish with you in your territory. Yeah, no, dude. <laughs> anytime, man. We've got got plenty of room for you to come up here and crash. Uh, got a, I tell you, <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of room for you to crash here, and we can go chase some fish. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Well, cool. <laughs> well, man. Uh, anything else you'd like to share no man i just really um thank you for the opportunity to come out and uh, let me come up and talk again about stuff and um you know uh, well yeah because we we had to catch up because you know it's been a weird few months so <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had to let everybody know what the heck's going on because i think our last episode we actually talked about you know when you were coming and yeah, you know, we're a week away from when you were supposed to be here, and yeah, yeah it's it's been a little upside down. No, and this plus you've been in the front line, so no, this was real good for me tonight too. Just like I said, just being able to sit back and enjoy a few drinks, and you know, um, take advantage of the technology that we may not always like, but being able to talk with good buddies and just share a good conversation and ready to share a drink together. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what are you actually drinking tonight? PBR, man. <laughs> Good old PBR. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, like I said earlier, I was, you know, we we snuck out because it was kind of nice outside. Um, snuck to a local brewery. Okay. And, you know, grab a couple brews real quick. And uh, that's why I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it actually – on time for the episode yeah. but we were on we, yeah we, we went in got in got out yeah no problems and now i'm just drink enjoying a little buffalo trace 
Oh, I got a bottle of that. The realtor that uh, we bought the house with, he actually gifted me a bottle of Buffalo Trace. I'm done with that one, and I had bought one to celebrate with him that night, and I haven't gotten that one yet, so I got that one ready to rock and roll. So. <laughs> yeah, this was on – Buffalo Trace was on sale the other day, and I was like, I got to buy a bottle. It's on sale. Yeah, no. I tell you, man, it's almost as good as Pappy's with it coming from that same distillery. It's right in that yep. same line of stuff, and it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> a lot cheaper. But, man, Pappy's is really good. <laughs> oh, man, I got some stories about that. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three of us went down a few years ago for Student Veterans of America while I was still in school. I did some uh, officer work with that type of stuff, and we went down for the National Conference a couple of years ago. And three of us went to dinner at, uh, God, uh, Shula's. And three of us, our, our bill was well over $300, and there were some pappies involved. <laughs> hey, we've all been there. Don't worry. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, man, we've been at this for over an hour. Yes, sir. It's easy talking, man. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have to do at least one more of these, you know, here in a, another month or two just to you know, give the final details because by then I think hopefully we've got some stuff figured out. Yeah. For a I was going to say, if it's not over this, it'll definitely be shore side. So, uh, you know, ho let's, let's hopefully plan on it being. Well, shoreside. I was going to say, yeah, we're still going to, we're going to do one shore side for sure. <laughs> say that three times fast. I think you're going to tongue getting tied up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying maybe it'll happen yeah, next. A redneck in me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, definitely. We'll talk again soon, man. So. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I appreciate you joining me and kind of, you know, help the listeners catch up. And yep. I mean, I definitely appreciate it. So I mean, we'll, I'm going to call it quits tonight. Yep. So. All right, buddy. We'll take it easy, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right.